and Malcolm was busy too. Classes, meetings, sports, and whatever sorts of things it was an Aster had to do. There was little time for flirtation at Wickham Hall. The school practically seemed designed that way. Our only shared activity was the weekly morning chapel. Once I bumped into him there, but he was being pulled in the opposite direction by his friends. And I was quick to tell him I was headed to the studio and would see him soon. I noticed his group, Abigail, Kent, and the others, always sat in the exact same spot near the front of the chapel, so I always sat in the back. This way I managed to avoid Malcolm, without totally avoiding him, for a few weeks. I told myself I was playing hard to get like all the other girls seemed to do, but as I watched the leaves turn from green to yellows and oranges as brilliant as Cezanne's fruits, I couldn't stop thinking about that spontaneous kiss he'd given me and wondering what exactly it had meant. At chapel, I kept waiting for someone to come out and talk about God, until finally a girl in my art history class told me it wasn't a religious thing. It was just an all-school meeting thing, and they only called it chapel because it was in the chapel. Every week, the headmaster came out and made various announcements, most of which were boring and braggy. Wickham Hall had won this award, so-and-so alumnus had been appointed to that international whatever. I was already in the habit of tuning him out and counting blazers in the pews or pieces of stained glass in the windows. But on this particular day, now early October but before summer had totally thrown in the towel, the headmaster went up to his podium. He silenced the room, took a good long dramatic beat with all eyes on him, uttered two words and walked away. Headmaster Holiday is what he'd said. The normally reserved students jumped out of their seats, hooting, hollering, and high-fiving, behaving almost like normal high school kids. I remained seated. I didn't know what Headmaster Holiday meant, but I was beginning to get an idea. I looked around and caught a glimpse of Gabe as he slipped out the door alone as usual. I considered going after him. I wanted to help him to befriend him, but he'd told me he saw ghosts. That kind of complicated things. Then I saw Malcolm walking up the aisle. Abigail hooked arms with him and started to drag him toward the door, but he broke away from her and gestured to his friends he'd see them later. Abigail pursed her lips. She had that look of poorly masked outrage. The others all sauntered out the big pointed wooden doors, but she lingered and watched as Malcolm paused, looking around. I quickly realized he might be looking for me, and I busied myself. I stood up and clicked on my phone as if it were utterly urgent to know what the weather forecast was. My stomach started to contract into a black hole. All of a sudden, I realized I hadn't been playing hard to get. I was nervous. Really, really massively nervous. What if he'd had a change of heart? What if he'd gotten back together with his girlfriend? He must have one, right? and he was just coming over to tell me about her. What if it was Abigail? What if he'd been drunk or on drugs that night? What if he actually had liked me, but when he approached, he realized I was not pretty after all? Or if when we spoke, he realized I was not all that interesting? Or worst of all, what if he'd realized I was untalented, and he hated my art? In my peripheral vision, I could see him drawing closer a blurry apparition in a polo shirt and blazer, 
but I kept looking down, eyes glued to my iPhone as if I didn't have a clue he was there. Eventually, he got so close he could see the weather page. What's the high for today? Busted. I wasn't even looking at the number, so it took me a second to read the temperature and reply. 68 and not humid, for a change. Perfect, he said. I've been waiting for this day. Oh, have you? Why? Headmaster holiday is an unexpected day off. Happens twice a year. No obligations, no homework, no practice, no pressure. A day when you couldn't possibly say you were too busy. I gave him a don't-be-so-sure look, but he just smiled, almost daring me to say it. I didn't. So he put out his hand. I hesitated. Consider it a military.